Hey everybody, welcome to It's the Kid Michael Show. This is episode like six or something. Uh, I'm your host, Kid Michael. Uh, I am joined again by Adam Ali. Adam, how are you? I'm good. What's up? Uh, not much. Uh, Ramadan's treating you any better? Last week. That's good. Uh, speaking of last weeks and whatnot, I, just, I have a few things we got to go over. Uh, today is Adam's second to last episode on the podcast. Uh, I'm sure all the hardcore Kid Michael fans yeah. are absolutely devastated by this. Well, I, I'm a little devastated, I'm not going to lie. But uh, I really appreciate that you started this with me. Um, you know, I, I'm going to miss doing it with you. I was really, uh, it took me a while to let it sink in. But I have uh, someone uh, hired already, hired, like I'm paying them. But um, I have someone as a new host. Uh, nice. I, I'm not going to say who it is yet. Uh, it's not an FIT person. So I'm going to have to finish. Uh, we, you have one more episode after this, and then I might try to get like a temporary co-host who's related to FIT stuff just so I can do the rest of the FIT episodes, um, you know, and have it make sense. But you know, again, thanks for, you know, being here for at least the first six episodes or so. Uh, yeah. And I, I hope I hope you can still be involved in some way expect an animation yeah for the podcast coming soon yeah um the other thing i wanted to uh before we introduce our guests that i wanted to let you guys know is that you're probably noticing if you're hearing this that it's not on youtube um because we have been approved for various uh streaming podcast sites like uh spotify um i'm blanking out on the other ones but uh the point is we have sponsors on those services meaning that i can uh get money from this and I can pay my editor and I can pay uh, whoever's replacing Adam. <laughs> um, and uh, so, but the thing is, I, I I know that like some people who know me and who wanted to support me did subscribe to the channel. So uh, I'm going to figure out a way to keep it relevant is what I'm getting at. Just so it does, you don't feel like you subscribe to the channel and then not getting content from it. There's going to be something there. It's just not going to be the show itself. Uh, maybe highlights. I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, that's all the quarantine stuff I had on this list. Uh, if you guys don't uh, know, what I do for this show is I write a list throughout the week, and I kind of uh, just go through it for our topics before we get to like why you're here and whatnot. Um, one of the things I have written down, Taylor, that I want to talk to you about is uh, Pedals mm -hmm. for Armor. Oh, my God. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Have you? I Okay, I'm going to be honest. I haven't listened to part three Uh exposing myself as a fake Kaylee Williams fan on the Kid Michael show. Uh, it's, it's I just the Kid Michael. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> all right, all right. Spotify, whatever. Um, I, I've been just, you know, trying to get Devils done mm -hmm. and, like, everything, like, so wrapped up in it that, like, I haven't sat down and listened to part three all the way. I feel like I need to re-listen to the whole album, to be honest, mm. but there are some bangers, like... I'm proud of my girl. Yeah, I when she first posted, uh, Simmer was the first one she posted, right? Yeah. When she posted that, I listened to it and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna be on top of this." As, as like as she posts them, and I totally wasn't. I listened to so I've only heard Simmer and like a bit of Dead Horse. Dead Horse is my favorite. It's it's the summer bop of this year. I can already feel it. Like it's just so good. But um. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to keep track because she was, like, giving us a song, like, one song per week. Like, she released more than half of her album 
before she released her album. Mm-hmm. Like I feel she was re- keeping us fed. I feel really bad that uh, the timing of this album, but I feel like she's been doing pretty well yeah. despite that. I mean, in a way, it's good because it's like you're you're giving us something to do. You know, like what else is anyone gonna do except like sit their asses down and listen to her album? Mm-hmm. You know, like. There, she's given us like a reason to get up and dance and like jam and stuff. So I feel like music for musicians right now, it's kind of, it's not great because you can't go on tour and you can't yeah. do like a lot of stuff kind of hit the fan. But you the, know, the, in are, terms of releases, it's very good. I'm sure there's like a subset of uh, performers, music wise, that prefer the creation of it to the tedium of mm. having to go on tour and whatnot because that can be kind of stressful and exhausting socially. So I oh, imagine definitely. I imagine there are some people who who prefer this, uh, just putting content out rather than performing. Yeah. It. Nick, are you also a, a Paramore Haley Williams uh, fan? Or? Much to the di- much to the dismay of Taylor, I am not a stan. Oh. I'm still I... working on that. <laughs> I'll get. <laughs> She's him working on that. Um, I don't think uh, but... Adam is either. No, you guys are speaking moon language here. <laughs> Stream "Dead Horse" by Haley Williams. <laughs> to like speak to the um to the weird like quarantineness of it all of like i guess all kinds of media like like shows are like moving to zoom and stuff it's like really weird but um kind of in a way it's it's really weird because i back when we were all in school right it'd be like you come home and you have like the entire youtube feed of like media to watch mm-hmm. and in a, in a weird way i feel like if we still have that i feel like content creators are like really working their ass off like i feel like there's, there's in a lot of way, like so much new content. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like. Sorry for being such an optimist, <laughs> but um. Well, you're on a podcast created optimism. from the from the quarantine, so yeah, I get. <laughs> yeah, apologies for the optimism, but but yeah, truly, like with artists, um, both you know, art, physical art, and yeah. music, and all sorts of things. So. I had a dumb joke with myself at the very beginning of this quarantine that like anything is content in the quarantine because <laughs> there was like a, I feel like there was like a week span where people were like I don't really know what to post so we're just gonna do whatever. <laughs> well if, if the past like five episodes of this show have proven anything it is that anything is content. <laughs> anything. In the quarantine. Um, right so. If you got it post it. Uh Shifting back a little more school-related stuff, we had the Instagram show and the um, and the VR show. Um, what were you guys' thoughts on that? Well, um, <laughs> well, let's see how I, we tread through this. I know. Yeah. I don't know if you want me to bring it up, Taylor, but I know you had a specific. Oh uh, uh, no, you can. It so for those who don't know, which I'm sure everyone knows, because I've just screamed about it for a whole 24 hours Mm -hmm. uh for the the instagram account i don't know the exact username sorry but for some reason i I don't i don't know why and i will never know why but they uploaded my art posts and not only did they zoom into the art pieces and crop them in like horrendous ways but they also put filters that were super noticeable on all my pieces really yeah and um Fortunately, like, I, this has a, I'm going to say the ending of this before we get into, like, negativity, but, like, I emailed Dan and I was like, hey, I don't know how much we can do about this now that it's posted, but this is a thing that happened, and 
the whoever runs the account was nice enough to re-upload them unaltered and exactly how I um, intended them to be posted, which is nice. But that was a that was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the cropping problem seems to be uh, everyone that I've talked to is. But I was so sh- like struck by the the filter thing. That's almost yeah. Like I don't want to <laughs> put crazy. words in your mouth. That's almost insulting. It it's weird because to me because it's something you have to go out of your way yeah. to do. So I was confused as to why it happened in the first place. I was like, what's the thought process behind that? Like what? But I I don't know. <laughs> uh it's, it's yeah. a thing. Nick, did you, uh, did you have any problems other than you had the cropping problem too, I imagine. Um, I actually fortunately did not have a cropping problem, but I did have like a brightness <laughs> problem. And it, and it is weird, like Taylor's saying, like, you know, we're illustrators and we curate images in a very specific way to be presented. Mm-hmm. And then for them to be edited outside of, you know, what was asked of us is kind of odd, especially when we had to fill out, you know, form after form yeah. after form. And, yeah. and I, I, under- I understand it. It is the first ever time the school has to do something like this and moving forward who knows how the school is going to be structured with all of this stuff so we might be seeing a lot more of this so i i hope that they realize just 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 post it (laughs) i mean there was so much tedium and like how we had to set up everything like i unless there really is a problem like reach out to a student but i mean granted taylor did get it sorted out and yeah whoever's running whoever's running all the accounts i i understand it's like yeah, so many images it's 80 some odd Im- i mean 80 some odd kids and three images to six images each i get it. it's a lot but kind of weird yeah uh adam do you have any problems uh no it seemed to be pretty all right with me but i i it is pretty like surprising that i've seen so many people that have had these cropping problems yeah i had the cropping problems i didn't, I didn't bother getting it fixed though i didn't care that much at this point because it, like you said it's like so many kids i i didn't feel like reaching out to them. It did kind of annoy me that they tagged us in a place where people couldn't find it. Like, they did re-tag us, though. I think they, uh, they went back and tagged each photo. But, like, I, yeah. I was like kind of hoping they would put the tag in the description where you would be forced to True. see it. Yeah. As to, like, <laughs> True. That, that's why I expected. I couldn't even find it. Like, I didn't even know it was, like, uh, posted until, like, eight hours later because someone tagged me in the comments. Yeah, that's what I think people started doing. They started tagging themselves in the comments. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, it, it was nice that they were able to like actually fix uh, the issues that people were having. So I'll, yeah. I'll give them credits for that. Speaking of, it, uh, sorry, you, you first. Oh yeah, it. I was just gonna say like it feels kind of like petty at the time to like complain about it mm-hmm. when like <laughs> we <laughs> we got a website, you know, you got the other art and design Instagram, like mm-hmm. whatever. But it's like when if we're not gonna have our show, you know, any other way, it just like. I wanted it to be nice. <laughs> Did you guys notice in the VR show, uh, we had Morella on here earlier as a guest. Did you guys notice they put her stuff in the show twice? Yes. No. I, I didn't yes. notice Morella. I noticed Jackie's was on there twice. Because Morella was next to me, and I was like, oh, that's great. I sent her a screenshot. Like, look at this. They put us next to each other. And then, like, I kept looking, and I was like, but why are you also next to, like, this person? I didn't – they put Jackie twice, too? Yeah. yeah, they put That's uh, one of her art pieces twice on the same wall. I hope they like... didn't forget someone. <laughs> like, Ima- imagine. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. what if they put some people twice and then forgot other people? I think those people would would say something at that point. 
That'd be crazy. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, congratulations to Morella. She won the... I don't know what the yeah. name of it is. The best illustration of whatever. I don't know what we were calling it, but she won the uh, first prize. So congratulations. Good shit. Yay, Tamarella. Good shit. Um, who, did you guys remember the runner-ups? Because I, I don't. I should probably have checked that. Before. Oh, oh, my Nick. I, I think one was Nicholas Tomselli. Oh, Nick. I'm sorry. <laughs> one of them is in this room. I yeah, really right. should have looked it up then. This, this guy. Uh, let's... Uh, doesn't, doesn't do his research, man. Second place, second place was uh, Faith Stone. Uh, third place was me. And special mentions were um, Pedong, I see. Chris, right. yeah, Pedong, um, Courtney, Cor- Demola, Courtney. and um, Olivia. Olivia, Olivia yes. Davis. Oh, well, congratulations, yeah. Nick. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Nick, I love that piece, man. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, king shit. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely king shit. Um, yeah, did you guys get the the VR show working okay, or was it like a learning curve for you guys? Because for me, I could not figure out how to maneuver it for a good. Um, oh, it was so rough to maneuver for me. Yeah, I, I keep hearing everyone say that, which is like like almost everyone I know like was saying that they had problems maneuvering, but I just used my arrow keys and it worked perfectly. I did it mobily, really? and I figured it out. Like when I figured it out, to be fair, it seemed pretty simple, but I think I assumed. That it was a point-and-click adventure kind of thing, where like you click on the floor and it moves you forward. So no, that was you literally just like move with your uh, yeah. arrow keys. So maybe it was simple. You could also click on the map as well, which is a lot easier, I think. Did you guys click on the map? I don't. I don't think. I yeah, there's there was like a little map that could scroll out of like the whole entire room, and like if you clicked on a certain area of the map, it would automatically send your uh, avatar to that place. I, but I, I couldn't. I could obviously walk but like moving my pov was like like i probably looked crazy i was like walking backwards i was like <laughs> i kept like it was nuts i also for the first like 10 minutes couldn't figure out uh first of all i couldn't figure out what my piece was i went like through the entire thing like five times but the other thing was um i couldn't figure out once i clicked on a paint or a piece and it gave me the description i couldn't exit that so i was just like opening the app over and over again to start over oh my god uh, yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> but it still uh, was really great that we had that option on the show, and uh, yeah, Dan, it was Dan crazy. Shulman told me that he did that because he listened to our episode with Tiffany, which if you haven't really? listened to, you should. Yeah, uh, yeah, he said that. He said the that kid Michael shows making a difference. Yeah, come on. <laughs> what are we gonna do next? Great question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What will this podcast do? Universal healthcare? Question mark. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, someone. I had about? a I had a friend who said um, that, like who was telling me jokingly uh, that oh, what the hell's his name six nine. He's like he would totally come on and defend himself if you wanted him to. Because he's out I don't, of want, I don't right want that. I don't want that. I don't not want that either. Kid Michael show. Yeah, no, it's not Kid it's Michael. Controversy. Yeah, though if he did ask me, I don't. I don't even know. You know, it's like I don't think you could say no to that. Yeah, <laughs> I think you'd have to. I would. I'd probably ask him the stupidest questions. Though he'd probably be like assuming like that. I'd be like, "All right, defend yourself." But I'd be like, "So the teeth? What's up with that? Like, <laughs> are they animated? Do, how do you, do you color them? How do you eat?" <laughs> Adam, I wanted to tell, talk to you about something. Uh, you remember that Popeye movie that Sony was doing that we thought looked really good? Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. It's you know that in, it's back, back in, in business. Order. Yeah. Yeah, I I only just found out recently that the. Uh... I'm going to butcher his name, uh, Jendi Tarkovsky, I think his name, the guy that did uh, yeah. Samurai Jack. I, I didn't know that he was like the director of that movie. 
Yeah. Uh, you guys... He has like a way bigger role than I even knew. I didn't even know he was involved. Are you guys big uh, animation people or? Watching it, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the <fair>. creation <laughs> aspect nah, of yeah. it. Uh, I just. It's intensive as hell. And I respect yes. that. I can't animate, but I just got into sculpting. And I can't do that either, but I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. That's I had cool. to, um, for, for our video game class, I had to do little, like, on such a small, small scale, like, just little pixel animations for mm. the boss character. And I was, li like, losing my mind. <laughs> it was my first time I animated anything, and what, I, like, couldn't. What is this, yeah. this, uh, you guys mentioned this twice now, this game project thing. Yeah. We had a, uh, a video game, uh, class this semester, and it's so hilarious because... Like, me and Nick had to jump through hoops to get into this class. Like, we had to take a 3D Max class as a prerequisite, and we were, like, struggling through that. And it was like, okay, it's all for the video game class. We're going to take this awesome video game class. It'd be so fun. It was fun. listed as a prerequisite, and we thought we had to take it. Mm. And um, it didn't. turned out we didn't. <laughs> and yeah. 3DS Max is a horrible program. Horrible, horrible. I, horrible. Can't, I cannot, like support it at all i would it's not, it's, it's we not do really not for us. i do it's all my sculpting so with like, like a, sorry i just wanted to say quick because uh, i agree with you guys it's it is like not ideal because it's it's really for like architect students it's not really for like what we do did you know they made avatar with it yeah it's like <laughs> which, which avatar blue avatar or, or bald yes. avatar that's like blue the... avatar oh, okay we think the... The thing that our professor never stopped telling us was they made Avatar on this thing. Yeah, yeah. so we basically jumped through all these hoops to get into this game class, mm -hmm. and then the corona, like, with the, like, kick to the head, like, got us, like, totally disoriented us, and, like, this class was turned on its head. Like, mm -hmm. our professor was like, all right, well, now we're doing something completely different. Uh, get into groups and create a game together with each other and me and nick got into a group with uh tyler N nelson and nice. mark coven mm -hmm. and we created a game together How'd it and go? it was awesome it's it's like scarily like market ready i <laughs> maybe maybe that's maybe that i'm being too like i maybe i'm overselling it too much but like i'm really like shocked with how far it went i mean yeah. I, I I'm just so impressed what, what by kind of, the stuff people did in the group. What genre? Like what oh. kind of game? It's like a it's a multiplayer game where basically like you have to. I'm I'm gonna bastardize like the concept really hard, but um, it's a four at least like two players was it at least? Yeah. And um, you there's the boss that you can't defeat, so it's basically like outrun the boss for long enough um to get points and try not to die and it's basically like a piss off your friends kind of game where like you shove each other you have certain special abilities where like you could like it's like whatever character you pick like let's say what was it the the shield had the um like you could create a wall which like could really like fuck up your friend and then they get like bounced into the boss or whatever I, all of this is kind of hard to understand without visuals. It's, it's real. <laughs> um, it's real. Like I'm like, how do I yeah, <laughs> explain but, this? Uh, I, I, I'm somehow doing it though. 
I'm picturing. Oh, I'm glad. Um, I'm kind of. I, I'm kind of picturing. I would, I would actually love to see it. Though. I don't know if you guys know that the game. I think it's called Chicken Horse or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Adam? Inspiration. That, yeah. Yes. It's that. Very Directly bad. from Tyler. That was his big inspiration for it. Yeah, because when what you a... when you said you could fuck up your friends, I was like, okay, Chicken Horse. Yes. How do you how do you guys run the game? Like, I don't really know like anything about like programming games or anything. Like, is there a program that you need to open it or? I think it's like it's just a dot exe that you can just download, right? Is that correct, Taylor? So I mean, we know Tyler's... nothing about the game. Yeah, no. Um, Tyler's doing all the the coding production. He's making it through Game Maker Studio. So I guess like, I don't think final wise. Need... Yeah, I don't think you need like an like an external program to run it in or something like that. I think it's yeah. just like runnable from the file. Nice. Are you guys planning to do anything like release it? I don't know. Or we plan like strictly... on um, we plan on working on it more over the summer. I mean, it's been like a really cool process, and it is actually a playable product. It's just we just need a lot more like implementation of like different animations and more stuff like that. Yeah. But it's it's been really um, a really cool experience. I we actually got a lot more out of this game plus than I thought we actually would. Yeah, sounds <laughs> sounds like it. It's awesome. Yeah. We, we were originally doing. Um, God, what's the program called? Unity? Is that right? Yeah. Unreal. 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 Yeah. We were, we <laughs> I made were that using, mistake too. <laughs> we were using that and it was no one in the class wanted to do 3D. <laughs> and so None we switched us. we switched to doing 2D, but implementing 2D in in Unreal is kind of backwards and it's just It doesn't not... it's it's hard to make it look good. Is Unreal it takes effort. Hard. It takes effort to like really, you know. Mm. Is Unreal the one where like there was that, that phase on YouTube where people would post like this is what Mario should look like and it would be like Mario in a field with like, realistic so. ass animals. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I love the those Unreal videos. Engine. <laughs> with like it's Mario really cool next to like guys. real ass deer. Yeah, I love all those. Uh, I love the one. I know. I don't think it's related at all, but I love the Minecraft and 4K videos where it's like Minecraft, like on. looking like. <laughs> I remember With later mods. Love yeah. that. I, I, I remember um, when they were announcing like the Xbox One X or whatever, like the 4K version of Xbox, and they were like, "Check out like what this baby can do," and then it was like Minecraft. Like, it's like the first fucking thing they showed. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. If you guys develop this game enough uh, over the summer, you could actually put it on Switch. Yeah, for real. Someone Who in our knows? class was like, was like Kickstarter question mark, and I was like, Why would you? Why would it be a Kickstarter totally if it's done? I know, right? Like it's done. Well, you know, features. Just like, just like thank you money, I guess. Yeah. Get um, voice acting, physical, physical uh, cartridges. Yeah. Um, yeah. DLC. Manuals. Yeah. Uh, soundtrack. But no, that's really cool, guys. Like, I would even like think about putting it on Steam. Yeah, I would I would have yeah. never uh, taken a class like that my, myself just because, like, like, it sounds like you guys had a really great experience, but whenever I hear about, like, a video game or animation class, I always think of, like, that it's one of those classes where you learn a lot but have very little physical to show because it's such a complicated medium that, like, you end up, like, I feel like a lot mm -hmm. of animation programs that I've seen with animation students, I'm not going to, like, specify schools or what, uh, like, you... Like, like, you see their demo reels, and it's, like, shapes. Like, it's just, like, squares yeah. and circles talking. Yeah. And, like, in your head, you're like, well, that doesn't look that good. But the truth is because it's, like, they're working with something so complicated. They're not going to have something. Yeah, that, and, <laughs> that and also a semester is just really not that long. Yeah. Like, three months to really, like, make, like, a, 
a game or an animation it's like insane like you need to have yeah. like a big group like doing that kind of thing but it sounds like for you guys that wasn't the case that you guys got a lot done well thankfully like what the class would have probably been is like kind of what you're saying where the end product is just kind of like hi i put some shapes in a program and they move like I'm it probably <laughs> it probably would have been like that at the beginning of the semester we were all working on our solo projects but i mean thankfully like we got in a group with someone who has been coding for like half their life or like their entire life or something crazy like that in the form of tyler and he's already he's like instead of us having to learn a program throughout the semester he already knew said program that the implementation was going to be in so for us it was basically just like tile making and stuff like that and thankfully we're all illustrators so it 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 really worked out (laughs) yeah it worked out perfectly for you guys you have like someone that knows how to put everything together that you guys make this is even even like the first game i've heard of this semester that uh, students have did what's uh i think um karina's group with dan and didn't they do a, a game yeah yeah they did a visual it, novel it looks sick i saw someone i don't remember who um they were doing like a like a game boy kind of looking game and it, oh, looked, yeah. it looked it looked legit man i was i was really impressed and i think last semester uh christina made a shoot 'em up yes she did Christina has worked on three games simultaneously this semester. That's she crazy. did one for her thesis. She did one for the the game class that we also had, and she did one for dance class, um, visual development. So shout out crazy. to her. She's working like her ass yes, off. Seriously. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. props, dude. It was probably her that made the Game Boy game that I was seeing. But yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was I was really impressed by everything she's done this past year. Yeah, a lot of people uh, doing crazy stuff, and I, yeah. <laughs> I'm over here like just when, trying to get it done. Uh, I like when people, yeah. when, when when people in our major are like doing things that not a lot of people do, like make games or animation. I was it, trying to do that for, for a little bit before, like uh, I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram before everything went to shit and the world ended. I was trying to learn learn kit bashing. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that was fun for me. And then I left the model at school, and now it's never gonna get finished. Oh my god! Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, but it was it was really gratifying to learn something that I didn't know. But I guess the blender thing is kind of the same kind of uh, yeah thing. Yeah, I recommend that really for like if you're like doing creature design or something. It somehow it I I prefer it to drawing out a creature, like if you're trying to come up with it. I don't know what it is. Um, but once you get the hang of it, it's like, uh, it's really cool. And um, it's free. Yeah, it's And free. a lot easier than, uh, 3D Studio Max. Yeah, yeah, uh, 3D Studio Max, if you want to come on the podcast and defend yourself, we'll have, uh, <laughs> we'll have on. these guys back on. Uh, and come you, on. Yeah. And you, did you guys read Percy Jackson when you were... Yes, and <laughs> I'm so scared about the Disney yeah, thing. Yeah, the Disney Plus show. Very, very terrified. I don't have Disney Plus, so not acting like i'm gonna ever see it or anything but like i do i have it but I, I i think less people have it than i thought did have it yeah um they, I think we talked i think we talked about percy jackson on this podcast on this pod before. yeah we did we talked about how, the, <laughs> how bad the writing was um did you say bad well okay hear me out it's not all right okay. i don't remember talking Round about one. The was writing it? being bad. I, I, I misspoke it's not exactly the writing being bad it's the editing being terrible meaning like there are so many typos and probably yeah in those books. I, that's, that's what I, mean. I can't argue with that it's it's it is it is rick reardon's magnum opus in so many other ways but <laughs> yeah yeah that's what no, I, I can 
I can imagine there were quite a few inconsistencies that I probably laughed at when I was reading it in the sixth grade. Yeah, because I tried to, to continue reading it when he did like the, the Roman version. Um, Man, I don't yeah. remember anything about Percy Jackson. I was it's been in like, a fourth grade. Yeah, I, I remember there's like someone stole lightning. Is yeah, monster? the, the lightning thief. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he thieved the lightning, yeah. Uh, we talked about this on the first episode of the podcast, um, but what I was saying was so funny about the Percy Jackson books was the fact that you start out with this great concept of, like, fighting these Greek monsters. So, like, you got, like, Cerberus and, like, the Minotaur and, like, the Hydra. And then he gets, like, book four, and they're like, shit, what else is there? And they start pulling out these, like, no-one-cares monsters. But that's the thing, though. Greek mythology is so filled with, like, this, ra- like, the most random, obscure bullshit. Like, yeah. it's its own... Like, the more you read about it, the more it's like, I've never heard of this obscure god that maybe, like, 20 people back in the day pe- gave any shit about. But, like, they exist. <laughs> yeah. And the, the the Cain Chronicles, the one he did about Egypt, that happened even faster. He, like, introduced, like, a few gods and was like, there's really nothing else here. Yeah. But that's that's kind of what I liked about the series was the fact that they really got into the more obscure... Mm-hmm weird things I remember the... because there's a bunch of gods that got a lot like get a lot of attention paid to them just in general you know like aphrodite and everything but it's like i want to i want to see the weird stuff the monsters that i think about a lot when i think about that idea of like them running out of monsters is the ones that were like sea lions do you know what i'm talking about was that it was I... like they had there was like just was... more give me more it was, a... God, I can't <laughs> remember. it was like a demon sea lion i gotta i gotta look it up um i'm i'm trying to think of that but instead i'm thinking about like the the seahorse like the literal horse in the ocean right yeah that, that was a thing too was, like the companion uh i don't know if you know this adam but or i the had a cow was it a cow sorry uh <laughs> hold on percy jackson sea lion is it called celio nurius oh yeah i don't know uh I, no telekine telekine Telekines are mysterious smiths and sea demons. Blah blah blah. I remember them being sea lions, but maybe I made that up in my head. No, that sounds accurate to Greek mythology, though. (laughs) Like, Um, yeah, it could exist. Uh, But Adam, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I had a phase in my childhood where uh, I was looking into like movie auditions. Um. And I did Would go you to apply for Percy Jackson. Well, I'm gonna get to that. I uh, <laughs> I did I did audition for one movie, like actually go to show up, which was the Wolverine. Um, not for the Wolverine. I did not try to uh, dethrone Hugh Jackman's role. But disappointing. Um, no, I was some kid in the back. I was trying to get to be some kid in the background. What I ended up learning through this phase is that the majority of auditions for young children in these movies are not legitimate auditions. They're just to get people thinking about the movie. Like you go and audition, and now. You're thinking about the Wolverine, and when it comes out, you're gonna go see it. Um, oh, that's genius! A, yeah, interesting way to never thought about it like that. Uh, but the reason I bring it up is because even though I didn't show up to the audition, and the movie actually never got made, the third Percy Jackson movie, um, I was looking into at the time uh, showing up for Nico D'Angelo. Come on, yeah, Man. the Hades dude. He was a cool character. Yeah, I don't think I would have been good for that at all, but. Um, <laughs> I just remember I mean, hey. looking into it at the time, being like, I want to do that, and then just never got to it. Potentially um, Mr. I don't recommend child acting. Not that I did it, but it just does not seem like a good road. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. 
I think that the kids... closest. What? Sorry, the closest that I got to that was like, I don't even know how my mom found it, but I think there was like an audition for like the show Gotham. I oh. think they wanted um, extras at like a party, like the Falcone family, <laughs> like they had like a a mafia get together or whatever, oh and they were like, we need extras that look italian and me and my brother were like we're not italian but we you know i mean my brother looks very <laughs> italian so for a second we were like why the fuck not like he loved gotham but i think uh there was like a paywall behind the audition website so we were wow. like oh fuck that yeah uh, i know I like say. a big craze when people actually like well, i'm not gonna insult this joke because i think you're actually a fan of it but um I, for uh, a long while people like the big thing was to become a zombie on walking dead no you can insult the it's okay. okay yeah i was gonna say back when people cared about the walking dead that was a big thing no you're right but... <laughs> because i stopped watching uh maybe four seasons ago but okay i, still... I was gonna say that and then i, I had like it. the image in your head of you as negan and i was like oh i better not uh yeah right i'm allowed to like enjoy bad content it's okay yeah uh i i still like the walking dead like i'm four seasons behind but i still like what i'm watching it's just that you know like th the idea of like none of the characters still being on the show makes it feel kind of pointless but um yeah, it's a little depressing <laughs> uh adam when's the last time you watched walking dead uh, what season are they on now don't even know i don't think they even i know. stopped watching i think i stopped watching season three <laughs> really oh my god or, or beginning of season four uh see i can get my mom in here and she can come talk about it because like i stopped watching <laughs> but she's still going and she's still like obsessed She's I thought they ended it. it. No. I thought it ended. No. It's still going. And then they have Fear <laughs> the Walking Dead now. Yeah. Which it, started that out still going to. Which like started out kind of as an interesting concept, being like a different part of the apocalypse, but then they're kind of like, yeah. this isn't working. Let's just make it the other Walking Dead. Yeah. They kind of yeah. the fall of the humanity, like the initial that part was like super interesting to see, but once that was over it was kind of like okay well now it's another walking dead yeah i remember watching like the first couple episodes of that show and like not liking any of the characters wasn't there a season on a boat yeah they they were on a boat for like a hot minute yeah nick you, you watched walking dead funny you might ask um <laughs> I, have not, no. <laughs> I have not seen a single episode but i have been to walker stalker and met um wait a minute the child i don't know his name uh you mean oh uh, yeah carl yes uh adam was i with you uh the year um we forgot a friend at comic-con yes this is a funny story so i brought a friend to comic-con and then me adam this friend were there and at you one sure point, you want to tell this story yeah he's not gonna <laughs> care um he's not he's not listening to this um he's out there defending the country or whatever uh so um we were at comic-con and i was like hey we, we're gonna split up for a minute we want to go like find this thing we're looking for and he's like okay and i remember later that day we were on the train home and we we're like holy shit we forgot the guy and me and yeah, adam with the whole we dude at comic-con that we were leaving Wait for real? We left the whole so guy. So like you you split up and then you just dipped. Yeah, we we completely yeah. forgot like to tell him that we were leaving. Yeah, oh but it God. wasn't just that. It was that like we spent the rest of the day without him. 
it's like well, it's pretty disorienting being there though because you're just like mobbed around people it's too hot in there like you're getting heat stroke yeah <laughs> cons are crazy god i'm gonna miss lots of things stroke. to buy you're like it there's something every single every yeah. corner the comic-con scene it's like I've, I've done it like twice thanks to michael he hooked me up with tickets both times um but other than that like i think i'm i'm done like it's like way too chaotic for me well it's yeah, a good it's a, thing there'll never be a comic-con again stop yeah, right <laughs> taylor you did a few conventions for your comic right like to sell it yeah trenton punk rock flea market uh oh. which has been moved to august now we were actually gonna do it uh what day april 5th mm -hmm. uh we were gonna have another table for our comic uh that was postponed and that's all yeah, hollow circuit we've done a, yeah we've done a couple now i don't know at least four me trying to count numbers uh <laughs> how, how do you guys yeah. do with those things you like get a lot of people it's it's really weird because you could never really estimate how like how good you're gonna do with things mm -hmm. like it, it's weird because we would we would sell the comic and we would sell like extra merch with it too like patches and pins and stuff like stuff that has to do with the comic but can be like standalone as its own mm -hmm. thing sort of and we figure oh that'll you know a lot of people will be interested in in that too because it's like you know accessories and stuff but the on those days where we thought that would happen it was usually the comic would sell more it it's kind of it, it's a mixed bag we've mm -hmm. sold like quite a few comics some days and then other days it's like people kind of just want to look and leave <laughs> uh you guys did did you guys do the fit comic con thing no we didn't i remember at least two years in a row because i can't remember but there were like legitimate reasons i couldn't go like both times that i knew about the comic-con i didn't even know we had it twice <laughs> yeah it might have been like the same like week as like our flea market like something like that i, I didn't even know that comic-con thing was a thing until like the day it was happening i still have a pin from that that i meant to give adam uh oh. it says tales from the crypt or something like that shit yeah you gave me that you gave me that book that uh, yeah i just forgot tales to give him the, the pin uh, and i still yeah, have i wish i could have Wish I wish I could have gone to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. I mean, um, it was all right. I I wouldn't go again. <laughs> I mean, I can't go again. Well, you can't but... <laughs> go again. <laughs> um, well, now that I can't go again, I would go do anything to go again. <laughs> yeah. I had the greatest meal of my life yesterday. Uh, no hyperbole, like legitimately. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you guys know this from my Instagram, but I do a lot of grilling these days. Yeah um and Getting nice enough out to do that yeah and even when it's not my mom will be like i'm hungry go do it um but uh yesterday i was grilling chicken and i set the grill on fire um Lovely. yeah it was really scary uh but, but somehow this ties into the best meal that you've yeah. ever had so <laughs> i it, it was really scary i couldn't make the go fire on. stop i frantically got all the meat out of there and then like i just closed it and hoped it would die down which it did uh and somehow out of this like disaster of a like uh fire was like the greatest chicken i've ever made in my life and i can never make anything like it again like it was it like i mean you could no you could. I, I don't need to yeah i would have to set the grill on fire yeah but it was <laughs> i don't know how it happened it was like because you know the thing about chicken is that like when you're grilling it or doing anything with chicken it's like raw 
then it's raw, then it's juicy, and then it's ruined. Yeah. And it was right there. It was well, Nick. Nick, you watch a lot of Bon Appetit Test Kitchen. Oh my don't god, I love Bon Appetit Test Kitchen. <laughs> that that's a thing, flambe. What is it? Uh huh. Yeah, acting like I watch it for the food. Uh, yeah, are, are you are you a big uh, Claire Saffitz? I would damn them would all die. except for Adam Ripon. They're just really nice people. Adam, have you have you <laughs> like watched uh, Gourmet Makes? Uh, not Gourmet. Is it what is it? What's the name of the channel? Gourmet Makes is a show. Bon Appetit bon Test Appetit. Kitchen. Have you watched the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen, Adam? No, I haven't. I someone was telling me about another cooking show that's on Netflix. I forget what it's called. Uh, is it the Great British Baking Show? No, I think it's like Chopped or something. Oh. I don't. But... I don't like. I don't like reality cooking shows or like reality competitions in general, just because. I don't either. I, so just, I just want to see people cook some good shit, man. What are you guys watching these days? I oh god, YouTube. <laughs> what are you watching on YouTube? Oh, that's a great question. If you even want to answer test kitchen. Bon Appetit <laughs> Test Kitchen, yeah. Bon Appetit <laughs> Test Kitchen. I watch like a lot of stuff from like horror side of YouTube, like creepy, like ARG stuff. Um, the lady who got murdered at Lululemon. Yeah, like true crime. Yeah, I do watch a lot of true crime as well recently. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of that while I'm like drawing. Uh, and the- it's it's hard to watch TV for me because like I can't. Like, I'm not one of those illustrators who can multitask mm-hmm. and, like, watch an entire season while also getting work done. Like, I have to sit my ass down and just watch the show. I can't I can't pay attention to anything else, but I need sound that I can ignore. Like yeah, White noise. Same. Uh, so, same both of you have just been really, like, watching YouTube and tests? Uh, what about I started you, watching Good Omens. Oh, I, I stopped because of work again, but like I started it. It's really nice. It's cute. Yeah, my sister and my mom both read that book, and I never got to it. But uh, yeah, it seems it's apparently people... really good. Is that is that like ongoing, like a second season or whatever? I don't know. I'm not. I don't know because they could have just like finished the whole book in one season, but I'm not sure. I guess I have to finish watching. Neil Neil Gaiman was just uh, in the in the news or whatever because of a. Uh... I think his wife and him split up or something. I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it. <laughs> they're they're the um, they're the the Jay Z and Beyonce of weird book artsy, like bohemian person Twitter. Like I don't know. That, that I remember seeing that that day. I Nick remembers. I hit him up and he doesn't know any either of these people. And I was just like Nick, Amanda Palmer, and Neil Gaiman broke up. Um, I my whole world is in a tailspin. I remember finding out uh, that Neil Gaiman is a former Scientologist, and that threw me for a what? Loop. He was raised as a Scientologist, and he doesn't denounce. He he's not in the Church of Scientology anymore, but he can't like openly denounce it. I think because his mother is still a Scientologist, and like he's afraid yeah, cool. that he wouldn't be able to see her again or something. If yeah, well, there you go. He said anything, but that's, that's crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. He was. Uh, he taught at like a, a Scientology college or something. That's nuts. Yeah. I have a friend who's a really, really big fan of him, so I gotta ask her about that later. <laughs> I think you're saying really funny science. if she had no idea. Like she'd be like, "Wait." Well, he. What? I think he doesn't want people to know. Probably not. Um. I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I, I don't understand Scientology. It just scares me. Um, you know, we're getting to you the we're getting to the hour mark. We should probably start plugging your stuff. Um, so tell me, 
um, about this uh, Devil's Playhouse. Nick, go. Okay. Um, is my connection okay, by the way? Yeah, you have really good connection. Yeah. stable. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so, uh, the Devil's Playhouse, um, basically, what Dan, I'm sure you've heard like the prompt, but he told us to pick a place from um, New York, and we'd go there and kind of like extrapolate a whole plot based around that location. So Taylor suggested um, Webster Hall mm-hmm. and took a little trip there. And basically what we pulled from it is in the, in Webster Hall's history, there's a whole bunch of fires, um, yeah, probably not maliciously done, but who knows? <laughs> we and, don't. <laughs> and so basically we wanted to, I mean, also in terms of the project, it's basically like you, we all decided like, we'd wanted to do something a bit more personal and like mm-hmm. all have our own kinds of concepts going. So rather than like doing one uniform project, we'd all like to make like separate stuff and different um, iterations. Yeah. So right. the plot line is one location, six different iterations of it over across one timeline. So each of us like took a decade. I got sixties or I picked sixties. Taylor ticked, picked nineties um, and everyone else in the group, you know, picked among a timeline from 1890 to like 20xx like we don't even know distant like, future a, would, an, the future. would anthology <laughs> be the right word to use there yes correct okay. yes so um for each of our sections we kind of have a similar um story that takes place not mm-hmm. well maybe not story is the right word but it's fate, just like the, yeah everything starts the same and, and um, ends the same basically start yeah, in the I same location <laughs> and end with do do we want to are you are you wondering if we should spoil it? Like, well, well, I'm saying, I mean, we already said the word fire, so hint, hint, you know, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, read between those lines, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, me and Taylor are both um, pretty interested in like conceptual um, art for stuff like shows and games and movies and that sort of thing. So it was cool to put our own spin on it with in terms of um, character design and environmental design and stuff like that. I don't know if uh, Taylor, you want to elaborate on yours, and I can elaborate on mine. Yeah, sure. So, like, the general plot we talking? Yes? Oh, uh, you asking me or him? I'm asking Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking you, because I just spoke all that. <laughs> okay, well, so, basically, I picked the 90s because I'm a big fan of bands and 90s culture, and mm-hmm. so my iteration, I kept it, like, the, the music hall that it is today, essentially. Um... And my whole entire plot is basically like two different bands uh, in the in the underground rock scene uh, were become friends and then eventually have like a falling out and smear each other over different publications, talking mad shit about each other. And um, there's one fateful night where they both get booked um, at the venue on the same night, so they have to share a stage for the first time in like two years since they stopped talking to each other. And uh, during my plot, it kind of just, it starts out like, oh, like, we hate them because their music sucks and they're weird Satanists and they're posers and like all this like really petty, you Mm -hmm. know, the usual petty music shit. And then over the course of the, the uh, plot, you learn that the, uh, the grudges run a lot deeper than what they're admitting to. So how was, uh, you guys are doing pretty separate stuff, it seems like, but, um, Tell me, uh, give me some insight in like the collaborative process in terms of post quarantine for this project. 
like how are you how are you meeting how are you how are things uh i mean we solidified and or like do you do you do you run less stuff by each other i'm asking too many questions you guys talk uh we i mean like we would have dan dan's class on um mm -hmm. what was it wednesdays and friday mornings so like we would get up we would go to his class and then afterwards like we we have like a discord for our group and usually like a couple of us would go on voice chat and talk stuff out but we're, we were pretty independent with our stuff i mean like within the first like week or two of working on this project everyone's everyone had like okay this is my iteration these are my characters this right. is my plot this is what i'm doing so there weren't really any surprises at all like we kind of all knew exactly what the plots were mm -hmm. from the beginning but did, um so there wasn't like a, a shift in communication pre and post uh meeting in person I don't, I don't think so. I wouldn't say necessarily, I don't think, because mm -hmm. I feel like even at school, it was kind of a regroup type of deal, like each kind of like week. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's just the nature of the project that we did. I mean, from the beginning, we kind of wanted to keep one umbrella, but different kinds of um, narrative stories and stuff like that. But in terms, but it was fun. Like there are similar tropes throughout the stories. There are like, kind of easter egg hint little like connections between the story mm -hmm. yeah so i mean um in that regard and the concept of self the concept itself of course was like a completely collaborative effort about the um the fate concept and all of that yeah. um of course it would have been nice to like work in person and all of that and you know visit the place again or yeah. have that like actual show but it it is what it is and i and in a way i think the quarantine um had we not it, it kind of like made us buckle down i think in a lot of ways and we yeah. made a social media presence which before the quarantine did not exist mm -hmm. yeah so so that part of it's cool right so you have this working what is your social media by the way for the the group just so we have that uh, in the episode. I see. so devil's playhouse fit right that was the username no underscores yes. or anything I'm gonna check. <laughs> I'm checking too because it's like you get so used to it. Yeah, the the Devil's Playhouse FIT. No, okay. just one one on like word. And that's Instagram. Yes. Okay. And the website is in the uh, the bio. Of bio. Okay. I, I I've <laughs> like bought myself enough time to remember what I was gonna say. Um, uh, sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me. This happens every episode. Uh, but that's what editing's for. So, um. I want. I wanted to ask like about the evolution of the concept. Basically, like like was it? Because for my group, when we did our project, uh, we had we started out our our concept was Mad Max with trains, and that is not what we ended up with. So I guess what I'm asking is like how how quickly and organic was it for you guys to to get this system going of one fire, different decades. Uh, it it was really like. Like how that how did it really happen? I guess like we all suggested like our areas that like we wanted to do, and I remember, I remember Nick, you you wanted to do like the 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 trash heap. <laughs> what was it called? There there is um it's called Fresh Kills <laughs> Landfill on Staten Island. Mm -hmm. There is the world's largest trash fill. You can see it from space. Um, and <laughs> we were we were originally going to go to um it, but we kind of. I don't know if it's visitable. I we were I don't, literally on Google Maps. 
we were on Google Maps trying to find an entrance. Like, okay, can we go to Staten Island and feasibly get to this place? I uh, think it's and... some sort of urban legend. I don't yeah. know if it really. It sounds like a game. like a Staten Island slander kind <laughs> Nick, of thing. Like, don't you like live next to it, Nick? Like, aren't you I like two feet away? I live on top of it. I think if I dig deep <laughs> enough, um, you'll get there. Yeah. So... Well. Anyways, the logistics of that didn't work out, and also everyone would have to um, do my commute, which was two hours to Staten Island. Just Nick to... really wanted to show it to us, though. He really, I was really like, wanted to rub let's... it in. This is this is <laughs> like your really Bigfoot. Wanted... Yeah, I wanted. Well, I wanted to be like, listen, everyone in group, I do this every day. You will come to Staten Island. You could get on that train or ferry or bus. We're gonna all take the bus with Nick and sit around for two hours, just like a. That's a trash, all right. <laughs> yeah i know right (laughs) so that um, that couldn't happen yeah that kind of dissolved i mean it it so anyways webster hall is thankfully like a short walk away yeah webster hall is like mad close and honestly like when the whole thing started like i i don't know how to not that i don't know i don't know how to take charge in in groups because i'm just naturally quite like a passive person Mm -hmm. so of course like I really, really wanted to do my idea because, like, it's something that I'm interested in and I really felt like I could do a lot with it, but I didn't, I really didn't want to, like, push it on anybody. Um, But we figured, like, Webster Hall is probably, like, the easiest place to get to. And I started, you know, reading over the Wikipedia page again, What and everyone's kind of sitting and we're like, we want to do something we were already like teetering towards something more paranormal and like maybe we can make a mixture of like the landfill part and do something with trash. I don't know, like something about, there was something in cult with cults in there a little bit too. Um, and then I, I read on like the, the Wikipedia from, for Webster's hall, Webster hall, sorry. Um, there's this one quote and I'm not going to quote it exactly, but essentially it said that the, the hall got a nickname of, the devil's playhouse like back in like i think the 1920s and i remember specifically as soon as i read that line out loud everyone kind of looked at me and they're like oh like that's kind of cool and so i think that's when we sort of started getting the ball rolling with our concept wow and then of course like right during the um when i was reading more into it it was like oh yeah there were like a string of fires like during like a couple i think i i put it on the website if you go to the about page i like put the quote in there but it's like there were a lot of fires in like a short amount of time um it's it's a little weird but that inspired the um the fire aspect of it and we also like needed we wanted it to be different enough that we could all insert ourselves into our section and make it our own thing mm-hmm. but obviously there needed to be something to tie everything together for the sake of the project and what we were supposed to be doing so having every single story end in the same way was like a good way to do that right um well this is about the time where we would be wrapping up uh so i want to thank you guys both so much for coming on you guys have both been really great guests uh, yeah, no problem. Thank you. Uh, where, where can people find you? Uh, at tay.rendezvous on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Nick? At colaselli, C-O-L-A-S-E-L-L-I, and nicholasthomaselli.com. 
and let's repeat the uh, the Instagram for the project. Uh, at the Devil's Playhouse FIT. And why don't on you Instagram? Why don't you throw in uh, All Hollow Circus? Where can they find that? Oh yeah, <laughs> at All Hollow Circus on Instagram. We're in a hiatus right now. <laughs> Right. quarantine and stuff don't worry about it but we're we're gonna get the ball rolling again yeah, soon. But definitely also, sorry yeah also look out for um that game project maybe um the the name <laughs> in the class was called um what is it my first dungeon you not knowing what our game is called <laughs> i like, look my out for this dungeon. thing that you guys comes. i think you guys should probably uh reach out to me and i'll put in another episode when you have something to link to oh cool okay yeah. sure thing Okay, so uh, this is. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> sorry. Uh, anyway, this has been it's the Kid Michael show. Uh, um, again, I'm uh, Kid Michael. My co-host has been Adam Ali. My two guests have been Taylor Bender and uh... Thomas Sally. Thomas Sally. There we go. Oh <laughs> Thomas Sally. Um, so uh, you can find me at, at Kid Michael Art on Instagram or Kid uh, at. I don't even know my Twitter handle, but you can find me on Twitter. Just look up Kid Michael. You can find Adam on Instagram at, at Adams and Atrocity. Um, so next week will be Adam's final episode. Please tune in for that. Uh, my uh, theme song was written and performed by um, Matthew Rosenthal, and this episode was edited by Aristides Panagas. Thanks, guys. Thank you.